0: The time is 6.27pm.
1: And welcome to the Pompey
2: Politics Podcast. Low and yellow till we die. I'm Ian Tiny Morris. And I'm Simon Sansbury.
1: (laughs) Welcome, mate.
2: Indeed. The old last day of January. I I don't know whether you noticed. But I'd I'd listened back to last week, and I've realised that the blue and yellow till we die. I've been getting more and more Muppet-like and hysterical as time has gone on. So I tried to dial it back a little bit today. I can't say I noticed the restraint. Go and go have a listen to other else. It's, it's it's getting more and more. did just becoming more and more faintly theatrical. It's um it's ridiculous. So we're back on track. So how's your week been, sir?
1: Um, it's not been too bad. I've um. I've had the installation of my new full fibre broadband this week. So, without oh, tempting fate, utterly welcome to t- maybe twenty twenty one. I know, I know. I live on an estate that was built in twenty twenty in, in twenty ten. So it seemed uh, a kind of an absence of planning and common sense that meant that it wasn't set up for twenty first century internet. But instead, now most of it can be. There's still some bits of it to sort out. But yeah, after after a couple of years of nagging and campaigning and um just general moaning moaning about it, um I have twenty first century broadband. It's amazing and I love it. This is God, the point where the internet goes down and you can laugh.
2: Well, wow, it's better than living off the phone signal, which we've been doing for probably about the last since August, I think.
1: Yeah, there's there's nothing, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with blue tacking your iPhone to the window in order to use it as hotspot. It um it works. Um,
2: they <laughs> don't have to put up with this at Sky, you know.
1: No, they they don't. No, Sophie Ridge wouldn't be handling that sort of stuff. That would be absolutely outrageous. She wouldn't. She wouldn't have. She'd have no truck with it. So, what are we doing today?
2: well today we have um well the clock on the desk has just struck half past so today we have got peter hopkinson joining us um who is the new owner proprietor of the artist formerly known as about my area portsmouth that is now on facebook as island city living so we'll have a chat to him about his journey into the world of local media um how he's got there, what his hopes are for the site, and, um, yeah, really just kind of explore the importance of having a a local unbiased media outlet um, that that you can go to for all things Portsmouthian, although we might have to have a little quiz about this island piece.
1: Well, bearing in mind that both of us don't live on the island.
2: No, we're the other side of the M27, which I think for some people makes us foreigners and grockles
1: well but, um, is it yeah, in the A27? So we'll, we'll, the point we'll, we're opposite we'll have
2: a yeah exactly we'll we'll have a, a good natter with peter and uh and hopefully he's uh he'll he'll give us the inside story
1: indeed so we'll, we'll look forward to um welcome him welcoming him on in a moment if i can actually speak properly i didn't ask you how your week was mate sorry how rude of me
2: It's been a phase, work is starting to come into some semblance of order. Um, I got the dog out on a really good, he's had a good week, he's had several free runs, still not much work to be done, but um, lots of free running. But unfortunately, as a result of that, um, he was not looking in pristine nick. So uh, I I had the fun of um, the full groom this morning which my dog seems to think he loves it as a game but involves him sticking his paw up your nose and biting your arm just because he thinks that's a lark so I got enough fur out of him to make another dog and um yeah yeah it was a wrestling match because he's not an insubstantial dog when he decides he wants to play you're not grooming my belly so um yeah we, we got there I think I won on points
1: Okay, well, we'll we'll um, we'll wait for the adjudication video to be published and then then we can then we can tell. So
2: exactly. um... So. So this is January done. The first 12th of year of 2021 is out of the way. The vaccines is rocking away, as we would might hope it would be. And uh, I think we had a bit of good news for the family this week in that your mum and dad are now called to arms. Uh, arms you see what i've done there my arms and jabbing oh, things god uh, that was worth a jab wasn't it we're here all week so yes no all looking good um i'm waiting for my call next because i think i'm in the next group of not quite that old but a bit more diabetic than is ideal so um yeah hopefully okay
1: next couple of weeks well good well they are well to be fair certainly um the rollout does seem to be going really really well, which is good to see um and a and a relief to see um that that's happening um my mum and dad, your in laws uh, are getting theirs next week as um as we both know, so yes um hopefully progress pro, pro progress progress it is definitely being made, but you mentioned about it being january the thirty first
2: mm-hmm do I do what nu- happened on this day?
1: Yeah, in in the history of January the 31st. Well, last January the 31st was a momentous day for the country.
2: Of course it was. I'm in with a chance, actually. You're
1: absolutely right, Ian. It was our first live broadcast.
2: It was. It was. Live we were. Wasn't it a late night one? It was, because we
1: went live to mark the... Um, the UK leaving, formally leaving the EU, at eleven o'clock, um, GMT, on the thirty-first of January, twenty
2: twenty. And yeah, yeah, and it was a, it was back in the days when we could meet in the studio. We did. I think there might, there might have even been beer. I think there was beer.
1: I think there was at that, at that time of night. But if memory serves, the technology was a little bit less advanced, and on that occasion, we did actually have my phone serving as a serving as a signal, um, wedged on a tripod for a camera as we try to squeeze in in front of a camera, which again isn't something that we do now because we've got different setup Uh, and also, even if we were in the same room, we obviously wouldn't be that close Um, or we'd have some sort of perspex screen between us, I guess, um, to make it COVID secure, but we wouldn't entertain that. It's not worth it. Let's be safe. Let's stay at home. Let's do it through Zoom. I don't know why I said it like that.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, Fat Larry's band. uh, There's a song that I'm not going to attempt. Um, Okay. So other things that happened on this momentous day. Should we have a butcher's at a couple of them?
2: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Let's do that. Okay. So um, just to kind of set the tone right, 1747, the first venereal diseases clinic opens in London Lock Hospital. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> that is a that is a that's a swing for the fences there, Simon. That is that is then that is the news that our our three listeners want to hear, isn't it? That is um, yeah. 1747. That's got to be coming up for an anniversary, then isn't it's it? It's worth the no clap. A little isn't way it? Off yet, but...
1: Worth the clap? No. Okay. So um okay. Um it gets better. In eighteen forty nine the corn laws were abolished in Britain. So the corn laws were a set of tariffs and, and other trade restrictions that basically either imposed um, basically imposed tariffs on imported grain products, um, so that domestic food producers um, could um, basically weren't you know were basically weren't having to compete with uh, imported pro- um, products. Um, so it was um, obviously a great representation of British mercantilism. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... Mercantilism? Dry, mercantilism? Mercantil- I'm not doing so well with my pronunciations this week. I'll put my teeth back in. So um, have you been at the gin? <laughs> no, not yet. I've got the wine here, actually, on the side. <laughs> um, so, yes, so, it, of course, that, um, that was really good news for um, wealthy landowners um, and uh, farmers in the country, but not so good for people that were struggling to be able to afford food. Um, and, um, yeah, so um, that was um, repealed. Uh, by the then Prime Minister Sir Robert Peel, um, who, who who repealed it with the support of the Whigs in Parliament. The Whigs, obviously that's as in the political grouping, not as in a, a bunch of animate hairpieces. No, 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 um, no, so no, as The Whigs with, a, with an H. So yes, um, uh, mm. um, economic historians, so Wikipedia says, um, uh, see the repeal of the Corn Laws as a decisive shift towards free trade in Britain. Mm, that was a long journey, uh, and we could talk for yeah. a lot longer about English trade, or sorry, British trade uh, with the rest of the world, uh, but we won't because um, we'll bore our listeners and our poor guests will be waiting in the waiting room too long. So the other things that happened: nineteen forty-eight, the magnetic tape recorder developed by Wireway. That's not a mispronunciation what? of the of, of the Chinese mobile phone manufacturer and uh, telecommunications giant. It's a company called Wireway.
2: Yeah, um, I used to buy magnetic tape for a living. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, back in a in a future a previous life I was the I was the international buyer for magnetic tape for one of the world's largest credit card manufacturers. So, uh, yeah, used to used to have to fly all over the world uh, negotiating on the prices of magnetic tape that went on the back of your credit card before the days of chip and pin
1: so you you really do have a magnetic personality
2: oh, i do no it's absolutely i got to go to tokyo for a week once it was lovely bit unnerving most challenging presentation i've ever given i thought i was rocking and rolling look down at my water glass bear in mind we're on floor 35 of 49 or something see ripples in it look out the window Sky skyscraper sky, of Opposite Godzilla. is swaying in the wind, and I've done the. Are we having an earthquake? And they said, Yes, yes, we are, but not a big one. You can carry on.
1: Great. Well, it could have been worse. Yeah. It could have been a giant lizard out the window, kind of.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The no, the whole over. Godzilla thing. But yes, um, yeah. Wonderful country. Wonderful country. Fantastic. Love Japan.
1: So yes, there we are. That was that was what happened on January the thirty first. Our carefully curated list of things that happened on this day in the past. So let's come back to the present.
2: Shall we invite Peter in?
1: I think we should. Let's get Peter in. And here he comes. We'll give him a second. Good evening, Peter. We'll just give him a second. Good evening. Good evening, Good evening Simon. How are you? Fantastic, mate. How are you?
0: Yeah, very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on.
2: Thank you. Oh, our pleasure. I we, uh, we always like to get an interesting array of guests on and... Uh, Obviously, your uh, your foray into the world of uh, of local media is a uh, is, is a story that we've been keen to cover for a while, and Absolutely. have just been too disorganised to ask you. So I blame myself. So, so Peter, would you like to start by sort of introducing yourself, um, introducing your 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 website and your your yeah. media outlet, and give us a little bit of background as to how you ended up being Portsmouth's leading media mogul. <laughs>
0: Yeah, a long way to go before we hit those dizzy heights. But yeah, um, yeah. So my name's Peter Hopkinson, um, and I now run uh, about my area, Portsmouth. Which hopefully, um, well, I know you're both familiar with, but hopefully people listening in tonight are familiar with as well. Um, the site's been up and running in Portsmouth for fifteen years now, uh, and we took over in September, 2020 from the previous owner, Haley Story, who again I know. Um, uh, many many people will will know Haley and the work that she's done building up about my area over that 15 year period. Um, we took over, as I say, in uh, September 2020, uh, and since then we've also launched a sort of a sister brand, I suppose it would would, would be the way of uh, uh, um, describing it, uh, and that's Island City Living. And Island City Living covers the social media pages that we have so the website which is a part of a national franchise is about my area about my area Portsmouth and then the the Facebook page the Facebook group the Instagram LinkedIn Twitter and soon to be launched app um, all come under the Island City Living brand so that's that that's sort of our social media um side of things Um, and how did we, we we get into this well a uh, slightly convoluted story, which which I hope you'll, you'll bear with me on. Um, up until autumn two thousand nineteen, I was in education. Um, I'd been a head teacher uh, for seventeen years, working in schools for thirty years. Um, my most recent role was was head at Portsmouth Grammar Junior School. Um, I decided that seventeen years as a head teacher uh, was enough. Um, in hindsight, it, it was probably a good move to make. Yep. I really don't envy. Um, what, what head teachers have had to go through over the past sort of 12 months or so. Um, but I wanted to get more into uh, educational consultancy and coaching. Coaching is a passion of mine, um, something that, that I now do um, uh, uh, to earn part of my living. Um, but I also wanted to um, do something that sort of kept me rooted in the, in, in the Portsmouth community. Um, we, we moved down here about 10 years ago from, from the Northwest. Um, I
2: was—I was going to say—I've got a very keen yeah. ear, Peter, yeah. and i am i i, I sensed there was something not entirely Portsmouthian yes. in that accent.
0: Yes, we—we yes. uh, we are now hopefully adopted P- Portsmouthians. Um, we made our home here ten years ago, and, and we absolutely love it down here. Um, and, and being part of the school um, uh, scene, we, we, we got very involved in the local community, and and we—we we sort of found that this is a, a really fascinating place to live. Um, so much going on, it has a sort of real fierce, independent spirit, um, and we wanted to be part of that. Um, and I just looked on Twitter one day and saw that Haley was, was looking to, um, to sell um, about my area of Portsmouth. So I got straight on the phone, uh, I think we met for coffee the next day, and within a few days we'd agreed that, that, we, would, that we would buy the, the, the franchise from her. Um, and since then, yeah, we've, we've really been getting to know it, we've been sort of thinking about how we can develop it, Um, how we can reach wider audiences, Um, but really building on the amazing work that that Haley's done. You know, she she built up a a massive and very loyal following across Portsmouth um, for the website and the Facebook page. Um, and we really wanted to build on that and, and see if we could sort of take it in in new directions. I think more and more now people are, are accessi- accessing their news in different ways, and especially through social media. So we saw that as being the real area um, to develop and, and, and to take it to the next level. Um, yeah, so here we are.
2: And I understand it's. Uh... So, and again, you'll, you'll have to forgive us. Clumsy musical references is, uh, is something that I can't help, but I understand it's a family affair.
0: It is a family affair, yeah, yeah. Uh, and especially my, my daughter, Hope, um, who graduated last year, and she's going to be studying for in journalism from autumn this year. Um, so she was at home for a year. Um, and it's been a great opportunity for her to get involved and, and start to write and, and build up her um, sort of resume, as it were, um, and to really get much more involved in the, in the social media side of things. I'm sort of oafish with, with Facebook and Twitter, but Instagram is a different world to me. So she's been really sort of pushing that side of things to, to enormous success um and my wife helps out as well my son uh, also has, has helped out a little bit he's studying for his a-levels at the moment but he's been delivering island city living mugs across portsmouth so yeah we're, we're all getting involved uh, our dog sherlock appears on, on, on a few photographs as well so yeah it's nice it's a nice thing to do um you know and it, it's been really it's been really helpful especially having hope um uh, to work alongside uh, for the last few months and and really start to I think bring a different voice to the news and to the stories that we're putting out there, um, and to the way we're involving people. For us, it's really important that that we get the people of Portsmouth engaged and involved with what we're doing, um, and that's been that's been a really sort of pleasant surprise is just how readily people have done that, and especially through um, through the Instagram platform.
1: Lovely. So, I mean, what are the what would you say the challenges are in in running an independent media media site? What, what are you finding there? What, what's-
0: um, probably probably the greatest challenge is the website itself. <laughs> it's, it's 15 years old, and if you've ever seen the back end of a 15-year-old website, you'd, you'd know that that was, was quite a challenge. Um, so just the, the sort of physical aspects of getting stories and photographs up there. And this afternoon, I was uploading 40-plus photographs, for this week's photo gallery, and I literally have to upload them one at a time onto the website, and then from from the sort of photograph area, then into a story. So, um, the, the, the 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 website itself has been a challenge, but um, I think the biggest challenge, obviously, has been has been has been COVID. Um, you know, we we don't really know how it how it runs properly because we took over in September. When we were sort of halfway out of lockdown and then heading very quickly back into lockdown. Mm. We haven't really experienced um, what it's like to run the website when things are really busy and there's lots of things happening. You know, it's, it's a news and events website, and, and there hasn't been a lot going on over the last few months. We got quite excited just before Christmas when we could go to the Panto um, and actually do a, a review. Of, of, of the Panto at the King's Theatre which was great but really other than that there's been very little going on so that's been a challenge just trying to sort of I suppose populate the, the website and and, and and keep things interesting across social media without a great deal going on um, so we're really looking forward to that challenge and, and to when things start to happen again you know all of the Christmas events that would have happened didn't happen so we didn't really get to cover that so we're really looking forward and we've got everything crossed that um, we see Portsmouth in it's in it's sort of summer glory and that we can get out there and meet people and report on all the different activities that go on in the in the city um, uh, yeah and, re- and really start to again diversify the things that, that, that we're reporting on that, that we're, um, we're getting out there to people
2: And I guess that you've highlighted one of the challenges there with with an endeavor like this, I'm sure so much of it relies on, on networking. And, and, you know, I guess, you know, particularly, you know, when I look at the site and, and obviously part of it is about, you know, looking at advertising and local businesses and some of those kind of challenges, you know, have you, you know, have you seen, um, you know much interest on that side or has it been much harder for you to to almost get out there and 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 encourage local businesses to come and advertise
0: yeah that's that. you know that, that, that's that been difficult obviously that that's the way that, that we earn a revenue from from this is that we get businesses interested in in advertising and running sort of sponsored stories and advertorials and having their banner ads um, and it's not the time to be asking businesses to spend on on mm. advertising and marketing so We sort of almost put that to one side for the moment. What we did see very quickly, I think when we took over is that we needed to offer businesses something beyond having a banner ad on the website or or an advertorial. Um, And that's when the idea of the app um, sort of came into being um, because we felt that through an app, we could offer businesses um, sort of new and exciting ways of promoting their goods and services and what they're doing. Um, And we've got that sort of ready to go. We've been working with an amazing company in caution called Empire Digital with um, Sherelle and and, and Ben from from there. Um, And actually what this has given us is the opportunity to really fine tune the app. We thought we would have launched it by now, but it's not the right time to do that. So we're hoping to launch that in the spring, I think, when things start to feel like they're they're getting back to the the new normal, as it were. Um, And through the app businesses can can take advantage of things like push notifications and digital loyalty programs and digital offers and and have videos and things on there to really promote what they do so we haven't really been able to test the water um, with the advertising as yet but we have made lots of contacts and, and you know we've we've got involved with lots of people um, we're, we're sort of developing really good relationships with the university at the moment. Um, we've got a work experience, third year journalist student just about to finish. We've got another one starting next week and then we've got another one lined up after that. So we're hoping that over the longer term, we can get more of our student population writing and, and, and provide content for, for what is quite significant population now in Portsmouth, over 24,000 students. So we want to reach out to them and provide content um, for them as well. Um, we've got really good relationships with, with, with the council, um, with Shaping Portsmouth as well. Um, I spent most of Friday at the Shaping Portsmouth annual conference, which is fantastic. Um, you know, there's so many exciting and inspiring things being planned for Portsmouth over the coming years. Um, so, I suppose the time that we would normally spend going out, knocking on the doors of businesses, we spent developing relationships so that actually when it comes to time to do that, we feel that we'll probably in a, be in a much stronger position to be able to do that and launch the app and offer businesses something new. Um, you know, and the app will have all of the features that currently the website has, so it will have the news stories, and um, it will have access to national news, weather reports, traffic news, um, so we think that will be quite exciting. So we're in a sort of state of limbo, I suppose, at the moment. But lots of exciting things to look forward to, and we can't wait to to really start to um, push that those, those things out and uh, and get more people involved in, in in what we're doing.
1: I guess it's um, like you're saying. There's no, you, you, you've not yet. I mean, I, I'm sure probably most of us actually can't even remember what normal was like anyway. But you haven't, you haven't kind of really had a. "Quote unquote," um, normal, uh, normal kind of uh, season or, or kind of year, nah. yeah. So it, it, it's a, it is a weird, a weird sort of time. Um, do you do you find that? Um, obviously, with lots of people, I mean, lots of people are using digital much more because you know the, the options, like you say, to to go to events uh, and things, um, they just aren't there. So people are having to, um, and it's no replacement for you know going and standing with a group of people at a gig or something. Or um, so people tell me. Um, but it's are you finding that that's driving more traffic are you are you getting kind you seeing more interest because of that
0: um well again it's difficult to tell because we we, we have no real comparison mm. of, of what it what it was like um you know we, we have seen through launching the new social media platforms we've, we've in three months we've gained over 2,000 um, followers across instagram and and, and, and twitter and uh, LinkedIn, which has been a big surprise. LinkedIn's been really productive. Uh, we've got a really good, strong community of, of Portsmouth business people um, on the LinkedIn page now as well. Um, so certainly, yeah, we're, and people are getting very engaged. We've run a couple of sort of campaigns um, on Instagram, uh, uh, sort of photograph cam- campaigns, and people have got really involved with that. And um, We started to do a weekly photo gallery through Facebook, Um, And that's just gone through the the roof. The last sort of few weeks, we've had 40, 50 photographs um, uploaded to to, to Facebook. Um, But we are seeing, you know, really high levels of engagement with the content that we put out there as well. So in terms of discussions and comments and engagements with with what we're doing. So I think people are certainly spending more time on social media at the moment um, because um, they're so limited in what else they can do. Um, and numbers to the website have stayed really strong. You know, we get 15 to 20,000 um, visitors every week to the About My Area website, which equates to sort of 45 to 60,000 visits. So it's still really popular, it's still really busy. Um, um, and yeah, and, and it sort of bodes well for, for, for what's to come if, if, if we can get those kinds of numbers um, and over 30,000 followers across our, all of our social media pages if we can get those kinds of numbers when there isn't a great deal going on. Is that a cat there?
1: So, yeah, sorry, that's uh, yeah. that's my cat. Don't worry, yeah. it's not It's not a, like a live uh, microphone wandering across the screen. That's, that's Twilight's <laughs> tail being really fluffy, so sorry about the distraction.
0: Okay. So, um, cool. so yeah, we're, we're excited in, in 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 seeing how far we can grow those numbers when we're able to provide a much more sort of diverse range of content and get People engaged in, in in different ways. You know, we're, we're sort of excited about the potential of video and doing some sort of video streaming and live news streaming. Um, so there are there's lots of potential, I think, in what we're doing. Um, uh, yeah, so 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 great excitement. And but yeah, we'd like we'd like to crack on. I think we're, I think like everyone else, we're getting a bit sort of fatigued now with with lockdown and the restrictions. So um, we're really excited about about the potential.
2: So, in terms of the, that sort of, you know, the the media coverage, it's interesting in Portsmouth. I mean, we've we've, um, you know, again, we, we've we've um, we've been hosted by Star and Crescent um, mm. pretty pretty much yeah. since we started, and it, you know, I, I know the challenge Star and Crescent have always had is that, you know, uh, again, they they've tried to remain sort of without ads, um, and and yeah. it's been a real struggle for them to. To, to access the funding i'm sure they won't mind me sharing that to be able to keep that going as a viable entity yeah. um you know where do you see that the sort of the position for you know your local niche media companies do you think that it's the ad revenue model is gonna is sustainable uh, and i guess i asked that question as a you know if i look at the portsmouth news mm. they're 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 free to air sites you know, I, I I confess I subscribe now because the the, the free to air site became unusable with the volume of ads on it. So how do you see that sort of developing over time?
0: Yeah, I think you know there's there's a balance to be struck. You know, we 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 have to earn money from from what we do, um, but we don't want that to become the driving force. You know, we we took this on. Um, because we felt that it's important to have that that level of free access to to local news and information, I certainly think that the hunger for sort of that hyper local news is is, is strong and, and probably growing. And I think there's a there's a real sort of um, opportunity there to to provide that that level of of news when we look at. The, the things that put up and the, the stories that get the most engagement, it's the real hyper-local stuff, you know, it's things that directly affect people, um, like cycle lanes and um, uh, changes to, to to the use of buildings, things like that. You know, the, the level of engagement that we get through those stories, when we posted the story about the plans for Knight and Lee, um, that reached over 20,000 people on Facebook and, and, and had sort of thousands of engagements. You know, these are really high levels of, of engagement people like that that, that that kind of news because it's it's going to affect them you know and and, and people especially like to hear positive things and, and, and things that, that are going to improve um uh, uh, their, their their way of living and their standard of living in in, in portsmouth um but we we need that revenue We're, we 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 hope that we don't ever have a situation where people can't read a news story because they're bombarded with, with with ads you know our ads at the moment are fairly sort of unobtrusive they're down the side and i think the reason we get so many people visiting our website for their news is because it's really easy to read the news story it's it's very sort of dated the, the website in, in its look but it's really simple and easy to use if you want mm. to read the news story you can do that without without sort of pop-ups and, and paywalls and things so
2: we want to find
0: a way of doing that. And I think that's why we we thought the app would be, um, again, a, 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 a sort of different way of doing that, because with the app, you can offer businesses really nice, enhanced listings on there that, that aren't going to get in the way of, 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 of the news stories. Um, so we're hoping that that's the balance that can be struck really. But it's going to be a challenge. You know, there, there are lots of different... Um, outlets and, 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 and people wanting that, that revenue across across Portsmouth from, from the news to, to more local directories and um, uh, magazines and, and, and newspapers, etc. Um, but I think the demand could probably sustain that. Uh, I think at the moment we saw the gap for, for something that was a, a one-stop shop for Portsmouth. I think there is lots of niche things going on and people with sort of very um, sort of niche... Um, uh, uh, approaches or, or, or niche in terms of that they might cover South Sea or or different areas of the city. Um, we felt that there was a gap there um, for something that covered the whole of the city um, and that catered for lots of different interests um, businesses, individuals, community, uh, charities. Uh, all can come under that that, that one umbrella. Um, and and if we can if we can continue to provide that free of charge. Um, without being overloaded and bombarded with with ads, that's that's what we'll try and do.
1: I think. Um, so, that, oh, sorry, mate. Carry on. Um, I think. Um, see, that's that's for me. That's quite an interesting angle. I, I like the idea of, um, if you like, it's it's the the local community space yeah. that speaks to community issues. But also helps community, you know, local, local, you know, truly local businesses, and um, mm. talks about you know other community organisations. So I think there's a, I don't know, there's something quite the quite nice about the the symbiotic nature of that relationship that hopefully will re- will really work. It is, um, I, I think, it's an interesting point you make about the kind of the struggle between how to make how to make the internet work financially, but at the same time <coughs> without disengaging um, or peeing off. Um, your your um your your potential readership which um I know it's something often said about uh, people that go to the to go to the news um the news's website they um lots of people kind of seem to struggle with uh, with that although there are ways around that not that I'm going to put yeah, it of heads, course, yeah. But um but from a point of view of someone if you want quality journalism at some point that needs to be paid for um yeah. so it you know it, and that's the I guess that's the kind of the dichotomy that we we've we've spoken about with, with yeah. us.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we, we, we can't compete with, 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 with people like the news. You know, we, we, we don't have, it. at the moment, you've got two people um, who, who work. Although, again, we're, we're starting to look at different ways of, I suppose, bringing different voices into that into that community. So we've, we've got that relationship now with the university. Um, we've got um, people like Leah Holford, who who's a sort of an independent writer in the city, who's written a couple of stories for us. Um, we'd like to sort of build that and have more people doing that. We've created a space on the website for local podcasts. Um, so I think we've got six or seven listed listed in there now. We're going to do the same very soon for local bloggers as well. So mm-hmm. we're going to try and sort of diversify the, the type of content that we have. So, you know people can find different things to, 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 to go and listen to or, or, or to read um, within within that website so it's not all down to us having to produce that content. Yeah. Um, you know, and we, we, we embrace the fact that there is different types of content now from from tweets to, to podcasts to to blogs, you know, and I think if we can sort of curate almost the best of those across the, the city and put them in one place so they're easy to find. And, and people can say, oh, look, yeah, there are there are seven or eight podcasts there. I'll try this one, I'll try that one, find the one I really like. Um, then I think, again, it's, it's a good service to provide and we want that to grow and grow so that um, As people sort of start podcasts or blogs, they think, oh, yeah, we'll get in touch with about my area and get a space on there Um, because that's where people can go to to find that. So, again, it's going back to that sort of one stop shop really for for, for Portsmouth Um, because we know we can't unless, um, you know, we're suddenly overrun with people wanting to advertise that, that we're not going to be able to employ people. Yeah. To go out and write. But um, well, my daughter Hope started a, a really brilliant series of stories called Tales from the City. Um, I think she's done about eight or nine of those now, and she's been interviewing individuals across the city who are doing something to make a difference and um, people who might not normally make um, headline news but are doing something of value um, uh, in, in the city. Um, and that's been really interesting. I've tried my hand as well at doing a couple of sort of longer pieces. Um, so you know, we'll continue to post media release from from different sources, and um, but also then bring different content um, in, in, into that arena. So,
1: and and that's um and that's really great. I think you I think you're right. You're you know uh, from the three of you, as as um, dedicated and hardworking and creative as you are, there is there's also it would be almost silly to kind of not actually reach out to the community, which seems to be the whole yeah. point of the endeavor anyway. To to invite them to um, to share their content through you, yeah, yeah. If um if people have got um have got content that they that they wanted to or they want to speak to you about uh, contributing, is there a way they should get in touch?
0: Yeah, they can they can just drop me an email. Um, it's uh, 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 Peter Hopkinson at aboutmyarea.co.uk. Um, people can find that on the website, um, on on the social media, or get in touch with touch with us through social media. Um, yeah, we really want to. We want this to be a true sort of community area that, that people can contribute to from the community, um, you know, and, 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 and for us to hear different voices and different views, etc. Um, you know, obviously we'll retain a level of sort of editorial um, uh, oversight on that. Um, but it's great that, you know, we we get so many different comments on, on our posts every day and about stories that are out there. And for the most part, that's good reason debate. Occasionally we have to sort of step in and, and maybe hide, hide the odd comment or two. Um, but other than that, it's really healthy, I think, to, to you know, to, to, to have that and to, have, to allow people to have that voice. Um, you know, I think too often sort of media's top down and we we, we we hear what those up there want us to hear. Um, we want this to be a real sort of um, community-generated um, uh, area for people, whether they access through the website or through social media or through the app, they can do
2: that. Fantastic. There has been some some excellent bloggers over lockdown is my understanding. Um, some particularly fine, but um, we'll, 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 we'll glaze over that. So um. Now I've got to pick you up on something, Peter. Yes. Island city living.
0: <laughs> I was waiting for that.
2: <laughs> yes. Obviously, myself and myself and Simon are the wrong side of the tracks. Yes. yes. I'm. I'm. I'm presuming that we are. Um, we are philosophically welcome as part of the island.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I think there's far too too many things that divide people these days, and um, you know, when we were thinking of how to brand the, the social media, we wanted something that was uniquely Portsmouth and, you know, it, it is the only island city in the UK and, and there aren't many island cities across the world. And we thought that that was something that should be celebrated. Um, you know, we were aware that historically there was a bit of a, well, if you're not on the island, you're not proper Pompey and that kind of thing. And we're hoping that people are beyond that now and that, you know, this is about Portsmouth as a city, and we celebrate lots of things that are great about Portsmouth um, that are on the island or off the island. Um, I was part of a, a network group on Friday in the Shaping Portsmouth conference. Um, and that was a group of really interested people who want to ensure that we promote the north of the city and the, and the, and the tourism um, to the north of the city and the events and activities that are going on in the north, as well as perhaps we do with, with, with the other parts of the city. Um, and we were conscious that when we, we launched Island City, that we stated very clearly this is caution to Southsea and all points in between. You know, it's, it's about Portsmouth and, and beyond Portsmouth as well. You know, we, we, the Island City bit was just, well, you know, this is, this is something very unique and, and, and something that we should celebrate. Um, and we wanted that that, that to, to come across through through um, the brand, and we, we worked with um, Starfish Creative Design, another Portsmouth company, on the on the logo, which we're really pleased with. And we think again is really sort of uh, representative of Portsmouth. So yeah, we hope people don't see it as you can only be part of that if you if you're actually on Portsea Island. It's, it's about Portsmouth as a, as a as a city and celebrating yeah. that uniqueness.
2: That we that we have there. And I think obviously as a man who has has grown up in the northwest and has perhaps adopted the city yes. as your home from home, then I, I think we can give you a bit of latitude. That's I'll good. fess up. I I, I, I I was born in Portsmouth but I grew up in Gosport. So I'm 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 perhaps even worse than just being off the island. I think <laughs> I think I think only Simon can probably claim true Portsmouth credentials. Yeah. Yeah. Before before yeah. he left for yeah, the bright lights of Caution.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I, I've never heard anyone describe them as that before. But yes, I I was I was born in the city, I was raised in the city, and I've only ever briefly lived outside of the city, like six months. That was it. So I've yeah I yeah, I boringly stayed actually very very local. So yes, despite the A twenty seven being between uh, between me and the island, I, I I still consider it part of Portsmouth. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and good luck getting into it if you don't travel through any of the parts that i live in so um you know you can't really yeah. get get onto the island and, <laughs> unless you kind of drive <laughs> past Gosham. so um yeah so that's um fine but no you're, you're right there are there are there are too many things that um that can be used to divide people but um yeah a yeah, bit, uh, yeah. bit of tongue in cheek but um but yeah yeah
0: absolutely
2: so if you look ahead to the next year yeah. um page and 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 you know, let, let's let's look at where you know. Let's let's presume we're going to come back to whatever some sort of normality are. What yeah. do you see as the sort of, you know, what are the big news items in Portsmouth that you see sort of, you know, breaking over the next over the next twelve months? If you've got an eye on the future, what are the stories you think you'll be covering? Um,
0: I, I think sort of the. the... I'm not sure about individual stories. I think, I think for us, we're looking forward to what the summer brings in Portsmouth and, and all the different sort of events and activities that happen, you know, as residents here, we've, we've thoroughly enjoyed living here and knowing that, you know, every weekend, every week, night, there's something going on, in, mm. in especially um, sort of uh, down on the common with all the different um, sort of fairs and activities and events, um, you know, we're, particularly excited and we've really got our fingers crossed that victorious goes ahead um, this, this summer. I think to sort of be involved as music lovers ourselves, um, to be able to cover that kind of event is really exciting. Um, I think again, you know, what's going to happen with, with our high streets is, is going to be really interesting. Um, I think you know. The, 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 I know we, we, we sort of recently the council has um, been awarded funding to develop um, Fratton Road and Commercial Road, and then we've got developments, obviously um, Palmerston Road with with, uh, with the old Debenhams and mm. 9B buildings. It's going to be really interesting.
2: Yeah, I I think that that one is a, is a story that's going to run and run again. You know, I I have. I've expressed somewhat controversial views in terms of my belief of what the money should be spent on in Commercial Road, and it basically involves bulldozing it flat and starting again. Um, You know, because there there is that. It's an interesting one, isn't it? The the dilemma of, you know, uh, uh, and it's one of those post-COVID conversations, which is, will we ever go back to shopping in shops? And it's that element of, I wouldn't say I'm addicted to... um, Amazon, I'd like to say that I'm a keen and enthusiastic user of it. And I think that it's going to be very interesting to see how that money is spent Mm. and whether it does actually, you know, can you breathe life back into commercial road or is it the blockbuster video of its day? (laughs)
0: It's a good analogy. um Yeah, it, be, it will be interesting. I think you know. I think it's going to have to be looked at differently and more creatively. Um, it's not going to be the same. We, uh, you know, the, the traditional high street, I think, is is struggling and, and is unlikely to survive in its, its its current form. um I think we saw a sort of uh, a, a snapshot of what what things could be like with uh, with the We Create markets down at the old uh, mm. site, which were phenomenally successful, you know, and brought i think 150 plus local traders um under yeah. one roof and that that was really exciting and, and a great thing to be part of um, so i think sort of multifunctional types of things like that um uh, multi-purpose buildings that, that offer shopping and other other sort of um, uh, activities as well i think things like you know a place like gunworth i think will always be always be yeah. sort of um, but the high street itself is is, is going to be different, and, and I think that has to be thought about carefully before money's ploughed into that. Um, you know, the other sort of developments. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the sort of um, the, the Tipton potential development. Um, we've got the sort of Aquin story ongoing as well. Mm. Uh, South Sea Coastal Scheme. There's a lot. There's lots happening mm. that could change change the city, uh, and of course. How we come out of lockdown and what 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 the city will look like post lockdown, um, I think it has sort of brought focus to um, sort of how we use the city, um, and, and maybe having a, a more of a, a, a greener view of of how we use the city um, has, has come out of this as well. Um, and certainly when we've we've put stories up about electrical vehicles and, and and pedestrianization again it causes a lot of interest and, and, and engagement um so the, yeah the, i mean there's, there's just a multitude of things that 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 that, that we're looking forward to and, and and sort of covering and um and um, uh, providing Information on for for, for, for the community, um, and of course all the unexpected day-to-day stuff that happens as well. It would just be nice to get back into that that sort of slightly unpredictable world, rather than the sort of day-to-day um, um, mundane lives that we we'll are at the moment under under lockdown.
2: Absolutely. Again, you know when you start looking ahead, and uh, you know I, again, I had that arrangement where I think I had a number of gigs that i was going to go to i don't go that often but i think i had three in a week um in late march all of which got cancelled and you know moved to september moved to april and and you kind of think you know when will i be able to get back to 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 you know again even things like restaurant reviews It, it kind of it just so much of what would be i guess sort of bread and butter um content for a for an event site like yourself, it's that?
0: Yeah, hey, we promised that we'd get invited to all of these things, and I think <laughs> so far we've been invited to one restaurant event, um, the King's Theatre Panto, and we also got invited to take part in a, an antibody test. So yeah, we've 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 really sort of. Had the whole gamut of uh, yeah, yeah it's not it's, it's, it's not, been, it's not been waiting for hayley's promise to to come to fruition
2: yeah yeah that's that's not been a that's not been a pre- procession of jamborees and, no, and, right. and, and and freebies and press passes so it's,
1: so it's not the same if you just work your way through everyone that's on just eat and kind of write a review for each of those um I suppose we could do that. Yeah. It's not, it's,
0: yeah. it's well, not I think the I think the, but... the
2: news have tried that, but um, they they've annoyed me because they they keep going. Oh, we tried the vegan dish. Why why would you possible Why would you want to do that in a restaurant review? It's because
1: because <laughs> lots of people are vegans and lots of people are vegetarians and they yeah, want to hear yeah, they want we, to read we reviews. We shouldn't too. encourage
2: them, should we? It's not uh, the way forward, is it?
1: I apologise about
2: you. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but one of them was a barbecue restaurant. We went to the barbecue restaurant. I'm rubbing my hands together. I ordered the the vegan hot dog. Oh, did you? Oh dear. Anyway, I digress. Um, Just a little. So it. And again, the app sounds. I. Mm. Uh, you know. Again, it. It's. I think that that. You know. Again, it sounds like a, like a real, you know, something different. It doesn't exist out there at the moment. Yeah. Now, if you need anybody to do uh, do beta testing for accessibility for the blind, just let me know. Because uh, your website is an interesting one. And, and you say it looks old and clunky perhaps a little bit. But I'll let you into secret that if you're a blind person using a screen reader, we love those websites.
0: Yeah.
2: Because yeah. the funkier they get and the more, oh, this thing pops up here. And if you hover over there and you just hit yeah. your, your head is in your hand.
0: Yeah. So it, Absolutely. Well,
2: it sounds, Peter, like an exciting kind of future is beckoning for uh, for about my area in a bleak Island City living, and um, and uh, yeah, you're in the blocks, just waiting for uh, the lockdown to lift and and uh, you to charge into action.
0: Yeah, yeah, we as I say, we're really excited about what's to come. Um, there's a sort of sense of Slight um, fear as well that um, it ca- it can get quite overwhelming, I suppose as well, because so much does does go on at the city. But um, you know we've we 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 had a really good sort of talk with with, with Haley before we took over, and we feel that we're we're ready and 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 capable of of taking that on, and we're really looking forward to. It. Yeah, it should be really exciting as we come out of lockdown to to really start to get out there. I've met so many people like this. Uh, in 2D it'll be nice to get out there and and actually meet people face to face and uh, and develop those relationships across the city and yeah exciting times
2: bear with me I just need to let my guide dog into the garden that's not a euphemism that is really what needs to happen
1: (laughs) these random bits where Ian just disappears off to um to 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 marshal the dog um no that's great but yeah it's um it I I guess it uh, I mean obviously no one's planned anything this way but I guess it has been kind of an, an odd period of time to take over a venture because you like you say you've got you've got no kind of uh, you, you know it's unprecedented you've got no kind of like for like to compare anything with and really you're just kind of sat there waiting with all the all the plans of how you want to interact and engage with what normally happens in such a vibrant energetic city as Portsmouth but you're kind of having to go um, what, what now then um, yeah so, yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's an entirely it's an entirely different challenge, I guess. Um, not one that um you you probably anticipated, but I guess that's probably how most of the businesses in the in the city feel is that it's not, you know, it's not, it's not the year that they yeah. were uh, they were thinking yeah. of either. So, yeah. uh, I mean, we knew when
0: we we sort of took this on because we were sort of i say, um, just we just sort of come out of, of or not long after coming out of lockdown, so we knew we knew that things weren't weren't sort of as they were would normally be, but we just felt it was such a great opportunity and we didn't want to let it pass. And um, we knew that sooner or later we would be able to sort of do all those exciting things and and, and sort of deliver on the on the sort of ideas and, and, and areas of development that, that we've had. And it has given us that opportunity to sort of really fine-tune those mm-hmm. um, and, and, and make sure that those are going to be the very best they can be when they do launch. So um, it's, it's been good in that way, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just been a, it's been a, a very, very challenging yes. situation, but what's really shone through um, and what we've found is that there's such a willingness for people to sort of collaborate and support each other across the city through this. It's been, it's been remarkable really. Um, you know, we, we were, uh, did you see the um, documentary that So and Sky Services did on Portsmouth? It's a, a two-hour documentary that they shot during the first lockdown it's stunning it's amazing i mean their drone photography is is incredible but the the stories the the individual stories that were told through that um about people helping each other and and going above and beyond what they would uh, normally do to help people out it's it's really encouraging and i think my hope is that when we come out of lockdown that that continues that that sort of spirit of of collaboration and, and, and supporting each other, because I think the city will be much stronger for that if, if that is the case. Mm. Um, you know, I think mm. it's helped it's helped the city get get through through this horrible situation. Um, and I think it's you know it's really exciting. That it, I think as I said right at the start, you know, Portsmouth I think is a really exciting place to live. I think there's such a, an entrepreneurial spirit and a spirit of independence across the, across the city. Um, and I think that's only going, going to be made stronger from this experience. And um, yeah, it'll be it'll be great to, to be part of that.
2: No, I think I think it's a it's a really good summary piece. I think it. I always think of Portsmouth as a very vibrant city. Yeah. It, it, there's there's always something going on. There's yeah. there, there's a and again there's a little bit of that sort of rough around the edges, but but scrappy kind of. We'll make the best of this. We'll get through it. I think there's a lot of that spirit about, and I think we've seen yeah. that during the pandemic. And it, 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 it you know, again, we, we've 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 had the Portsmouth Cycle Forum on, and you know, we're in that sort of first lockdown when the traffic just disappeared, mm-hmm. and you know, the 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 water off of the you know off of the beach at Southsea suddenly went from that sort of murky bottle green to to you know clear and bright and you just kind of look at it and you think well you know you wonder how much of the good stuff we are going to be able to hang on to once we come out the other side
1: it it does it has i think the whole thing's kind of posed the question as to what sort of city what sort of community or society do we do we want um to have in, in 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 many degrees in you know how we deal with environmental challenges how we deal with um creating jobs um and having a sustainable economy how we deal with fairness and how we uh, you know how we how we redevelop our high streets that just in the 80s this you know the the it's just like in in those in that decade high streets were reinventing themselves because the 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 situation had changed but i think this is just accelerated the the change that was that was happening and it and it wasn't it's not all down to ian's family shopping on amazon um it's um there are um there are you know other things too but um just a, a caveat from our, a, a comment from our from our um, from our comment section um ivy shares that she's got uh, 21 friends that like island city living so you've got to be doing something right there she says so there we go That's good to
2: That's just,
1: so you got you got this is excellent got the fans. Is, he going, is he going back for the dog again
2: yeah, yeah, he, he it likes to come in again. I don't sit here with the patio doors open in end of January, mate. July evenings, then yes, I will be yeah, that's, that's, throwing that's, the doors wide and uh. Yeah, but that's unfortunately in, it's a one in one out rule during the uh during yeah, that, the winter. That's because
1: in July you're sat there so, with one arm outstretched turning the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The barbecue's controlled by Wi-Fi, mate. We don't. uh oh, for We don't have to do sake. too much to that one. Really. But, um, all good. Well, Peter, it's been absolutely splendid. Thank you for coming on. Um, is there anything you want to add just before we sign off? Uh, no, just just thank
0: you. You know, again, it's it's great to be involved in in, in this. Um, uh, it, it's been a fascinating few months as we've sort of started to peel back the layers of the city and really get to know a lot of people. Um, we're just amazed at how many people know other people, and it's a very interconnected yeah. city. Um, so thank you for this opportunity. It's been great meeting you both properly, uh, although you know, virtually. Yeah, you know, we've still not met properly, um, uh, but hopefully we will do in, in, in good time. Um, so thank you. Yeah, it's been a great opportunity to to, to chat and, and to be involved in this, and um, keep keep up the good work. You know, it's, it's it's great that you're doing this kind of thing as well. Um, you know, there are. I think, we, as we said, we've got seven or eight podcasts on our list now, and they're all completely different. They all offer something very different, which is great. It's about that diversity. Mm-hmm. It's about that sort, of, uh, that, that sort of opportunity to have different voices and different stories being told. So um, thank you for, for inviting me on. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks for coming.
2: You've been listening to the Pompey Politics Podcast.
0: Blue and yellow, till
1: we die.
2: I've been Ian Tiny-Morris.
1: And our guest has been... Peter Hopkinson. And I've been Simon Sansbury. <laughs>